Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Nicole. And I'm Gina. And today we are dishing up another episode in our self-care series, a little home refresh. Uh, Go ahead, Dina, take it over. Yeah. Before we begin, just a quick favor to ask. Since you like this podcast, please write us a review. Reviews on iTunes are everything to us and they help us reach more people. So of course, we'd appreciate it. Awesome. And today, another show in our self-care series. Like I said, once a month, we're focusing on a new area of self-care We know life gets overwhelming. I was just telling you that, Gina, very overwhelmed uh, and this sense of getting lost in the sea of to-dos, worry, and anxiety is inevitable for everyone. Self-care can be described as the active process of making your body and mind and home a pleasant place to inhabit uh, by filling your filling your own cup first, ensuring you have enough to give others. We're hoping today's episode leaves you feeling inspired and perhaps with a few ideas to tackle some home projects or maybe just a little facelift uh, in the home that will leave you feeling productive, refreshed, and loving your humble abode. And uh, we know there's research out there that says that cluttered areas are chaotic for our minds and that keeping less on hand and then organizing what remains can lessen anxiety, spill into other areas of your life and leave you feeling energized and productive. Agree? Uh, Yes, but I, I didn't. I honestly didn't realize that that was, you know, research backs that up. I just thought that was my personality and but or just my, I don't know, preference. Me? Yeah. And my whole family, we're all like this, except for, except for my mom, uh, which we'll get into here in a second. But I, I guess that's good to know. I'm not the only one that thinks this. It's actually, you know, proven. It is. It is. And you alluded to it a bit here, Gina, but on a scale of one to 10, one being a total pack rat living in chaos and complete disorganization, and 10 being a minimalist, I'm thinking like HGTV style, uh, with strong decluttering habits, where do you fall and have you always been that way? Yes, I am definitely a 10 uh, as far as I I like to consider myself a minimalist. But as I say that, I think since having kids, I would I, I need to work on that, like, you know, going on Amazon to buy every little thing for myself. I'm, I'm a minimal, minimalist for sure. And I always have been. I'm very much a declutter person. I like to do it on the regular. And thankfully, I also married someone who's the same way. So we both have this need to declutter the house almost constantly. Uh, you know, not to a fault, I would say it hasn't affected us in a negative way because I think that there there can be a point where it's, you know, negatively affecting your your wellness and your well-being. But I think we have a healthy declutter schedule. I think where it maybe is getting a little bit rough for us is that neither of our kids are. I mean, let me tell you, pay, okay, when I was Paige's age, I was already in this declutter mode. I mean, I didn't like a lot of clutter, a lot of stuff. So as I say that Paige and, and Cameron aren't like me, it's not just because they're young and they'll get over it. Like, I really don't think that it's in their genes to be minimalist. I think they just like a lot of stuff and they don't mind the clutter. Uh, at least I think that for Paige, because again, when I was her age, I was already, I was already decluttering, organizing, making sure that everything just looked, you know, 
in their in their place in my room and she is not like that at all. So it's it's been difficult. So yes, what about you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, here here's what I'll say. Um my dad, I don't think listens to the podcast unless he he's not capable of that level of technology, but uh my mom may may they may listen in the car or something. But I always say I grew up in a museum in that my parents had white carpet you were not allowed to take a sip of water unless you were buns in the seat at the dining room table. It was that type of a, I mean, shoes off. You are clean. Like it was just, it was a rigorous routine and just, it was instilled at such a young age. And I think I kind of bucked in response to that of, it almost felt like it felt like an unlived in place where it almost didn't feel like a home because it was so well maintained. Uh, and I think that my parents are a bit saddened that none of that rubbed off on me. Um, so I would say I'm a five. I think I could be a lot, maybe a four. I could be a lot better. I could be a lot worse too. Um, I've definitely always been this way. I've never been one that just like cringes at clutter and just chaos. And I've also never been one that craves it to just to the point of doing it, I guess, or at least routinely. So I guess I would say I'm more tidy than I am clean, if that makes sense. Uh, But I do hit a certain threshold uh, where that max uh, kind of like level of acceptable chaos has been reached. And then I tend to just go just all out with a thorough purge and clean. Um, but I will say, I wish that I got to that point a bit sooner. Like, I don't know if you remember, Gina, it was about, I don't know, six, nine months ago, I went through a closet clean. Do you remember this? I do. And you had like 20 bags. <laughs> Act, like 100. Actually 20. And I, I I don't even know how that's possible. Um, but it's those types of situations where I'm, and, and my closet has remained pretty darn good ever since. I don't know. Um but we'll, we all have areas in our home. So I would say, I would say a five, maybe more realistically, I'm a four. Mark says that I'm quite, um, just that he's given up. And so he's like, I just live in filth now because I'm not going to do it by myself. I don't know. Yeah. You've been to my house. It, it could be a lot worse. It could be a lot better. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anything more to add on this? Everybody knows where we're at now. Yeah, I would just say I, I I get my my cleanliness and my organization skills, I guess, from my my dad for sure. Because my mom, I think, is more like Paige. Uh, they're very similar in so many ways. Not that she's messy or disorganized, but she kind of lives in organized chaos. I would say I like I like to say just same with Paige. I mean, she's always says, you know, I like it this way. I I, I know where everything is, and I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, it just stresses me out. Uh, and that's how my mom lives a little bit, not quite like Paige, but. Yeah. So I think that they're, they're very similar in that way. And I'm more like my dad. He likes routine and organized where put, put things away right where they're supposed to go every single time. And, and that's how I am. So perhaps based on what you're saying, Paige is rebelling a little bit against mine and Nick's mm-hmm. organizational habits in the house a little bit with her messy room. And, I, and I, I've actually thought about that before. I think it probably there is a little bit of truth to that. So hang on for the ride. I'm I mean, my nearing my late thirties, and I'm still rebelling. I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. What about making your bed? Do you do that every day? What about the kids? Oh my gosh! Again, my dad instilled this in me at a very young age. I remember very, very. I, re- I remember this so clearly. He would make me make my bed every single morning. It didn't have to look perfect. I, I don't have a million pillows where I, 
you know, meticulously tucked in the sheets and the comforter and, and, and put the designer pillows, you know, all 50 of them on my, it's not like that. Literally all I had was a quilt and a, in a um, sheet and I just had to, you know, drape it on my bed. So it looked like it hadn't been necessarily slept in and ruffled with all night. And that was good enough for him. And, and honestly, that's good enough for me now. So I will tell you, I still, that is the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. It's part of my morning routine. And it really sets my day off on a good note, I believe. I feel weird going. I can't, it's like, I cannot leave the room without making the bed. <laughs> and here's the thing. Our room, no one sees it. It's upstairs. No one, no one comes up here ever. But I just still, it's just, my, my morning cannot start until that bed is made. What about you? Yeah, no and no. Um, <laughs> I did it growing up, but I will say I'm not, I'm short, first of all. So when I get in bed, I don't untuck the covers from the bottom of the bed. Mark is tall. Mm-hmm. He rips everything out from underneath that's like tucked in all nice. Like when our bed gets made, like the cleaning lady washes our sheets every two weeks and mm-hmm. Mark just rips it to pieces. It's It's terrible. Plus, it must mean that Nick is out of bed at relatively the same time as you. I am up long before Mark. Like my day is like half over, I swear, before he's out of bed sometimes. Like that wouldn't work for us. And he it's is the certainly not. for us, actually. Yeah. I know, Nick, when I get up in the morning, I'm like, his rings are closed. I'm like, it's 4.30 in the morning, Nick. Like what is going on? Yeah, we're just a little bit opposite. So Mark is just not a morning person. And and I guess to me, I do like it. If it, if it were just my bed, I think I would. But I don't. Yeah. So our, our, but so nobody in in the house makes the beds, but I will say it it does take like four seconds, especially for the kids. It's like really a matter of like pulling up the comforter and Mm -hmm. I should teach them to do it, but it is something that our after school nanny does. Like I think when she's just like going through the house, she just like whips up the cover. So there are beds up here made kind of like you said, it's not like military straight corners or anything like that, but they're, they appear made-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I think that would be a nice something. We'll work on it. Um, (laughs) is there an area of your home that tends to suffer the most when it comes to keeping tidy and looking good? It's not your bed. Well, definitely. Yeah. Not my bed. (laughs) Although, like I said, it, I, it, I don't spend much time on it. Probably 60 seconds. If anything, I mean, this is the obvious answer, but my kids rooms, I, you know, I used to make them clean their room every single day. And I realized that that was just, um, obnoxious and probably making them again, rebel against me more and just be just extremely annoyed uh, and not want to do it at all. So now we kind of have a goal of making sure that it gets cleaned up at least before, you know, we have the cleaning lady who comes on Wednesdays every other week uh, and they have to clean their room for that and which they still don't understand. Why do we have to clean the room? Doesn't the cleaning lady, which is such a terrible thing to say, but I'm like, no, that is not her job to clean your crap off the floor and to organize your room. I simply want her to dust and she can't dust when there's crap everywhere. So they have to clean the room before she comes and then, and take things off the floor because Paige likes to pile things on the floor. I mean, I can't even walk around in her room at, at a certain point. And she's got a pretty spacious room anyway. Other than that, honestly, we are, since our house is not very big, it's pretty easy to keep it organized and straightened and uh, minimal, you know, stuff. And I would say that it's usually pretty clean. When people come into our house, I think that they're pretty shocked at how organized and clean it is, but we don't have a very big house to keep clean, which helps. And like I said, I live with someone who's just like me. So we sort of work at it together and, uh, 
yeah, other than the kids' rooms, I think we do a pretty good job of keeping everything looking nice. Mm-hmm. When you came over, was there a particular room that stood out to you? <laughs> no. However, I just wouldn't be, unless your house was in complete disarray or you were a pack rat, I would never notice something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would either. I I am definitely my own worst enemy, which I think is true with most people. I go into other people's houses and rarely am I thinking, oh my gosh, this house is atrocious. What are they doing? Unless it's, you know, to the extreme. But, you know, people will say, oh, my house is such a mess. And I'm thinking to myself, no, it's not. So I know, but but then but then I think about it. If my house had all this clutter, I probably would say the same thing, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to handle it. But when it's someone else's house, I give them a lot a lot more leeway. I think and I think that's true with with everyone. We we are always our own worst enemy when it comes to the way we look and uh, anything we do in our life. Let's be honest. So true. Okay, <laughs> so I have to ask: When you were in my house, I don't know because have you been here once or more than once? I've been there a couple times. And anything stand out? I just remember the, you guys have a lot of stuff. You guys do have a lot of stuff. I do remember that. Really? Hmm. I feel like you do have a lot of, a lot more, th- but you guys have more space. So I feel like part of the reason why I like having less space, because I don't feel as obligated to fill up the space. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you have more space, you almost feel obligated to have more things to fill up the space. But furniture is different than clutter, well, right? Right. I just remember this. Okay. I remember a side, this, I, I can, I can picture your entire house. I just remember that side dining room. Uh, the art room. Was there, okay. Was there a bunch of stuff in there? So that's yeah. your art room. Yeah. Okay. Crap everywhere all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the room. You yeah. guys have more clutter than we would, but again, <laughs> not, not bad, not bad clutter. It's not anything bad. I, th- I just think you guys have more hobbies. For starters, I'm thinking hockey. Uh, you just have more opportunity for that kind of stuff. You have a dog. We don't, we've got a cat. It's a little bit different. You had, I think you had two dogs last time we were there. So it's just, that's what it is. We purposefully, it took us this many years to get a, to get an animal because I didn't want to take up the space with all the animal stuff. And it's already bothering me how many little things we have for the cat. Yeah, You know, we don't have, we don't play sports. There's so many more things that you guys, I think, do that might lend to adding more things to your household and you have more space. And I think that inevitably, and you end up just buying more things. I don't know. I, but I, yeah, I can't think of any particular, no, I think that you guys were, were obviously very organized. You just have more opportunity to have more stuff. Oh no, we're definitely not. But you hit the nail on that. We are not organized. Uh, but yes, the room that you just referenced, which is technically the dining room, <laughs> the formal dining, is yeah. now the art room. That's what my kids call it. It is the art room. Um, it makes more sense. No one needs a formal dining room anymore. <laughs> yes. Once upon a time, my grandmother's chairs were white cloth. Mm-hmm. They now look like they're either like dotted with bingo dotters or we've tried to get the stains out. And now it just looks like mystery body fluid on these chairs. Like I, I, I have to apologize every time. And we're going through the same rigmarole right now about do we get a new car? It's like the kids trash everything. So the answer is no. We're not getting a new anything nice right now, probably. We're going to continue to apologize for the um, art supplies that are smeared over the white seats. And we're going to continue to sit on them until <laughs> we have slightly more responsible human beings living in our house. But yeah, that room is problematic. Um, the back entryway off the garage, which you guys probably struggle a bit with this too. I know you're, you come in right off 
your kitchen. Mm -hmm. Um, But just, and I'm sure a lot of families struggle with this. If I were looking for a house today, I would say one of the, a second to kitchen, I swear to you, some type of a mudroom or entryway with tons of storage and space would be my number one. That's what I want. Um, That is huge. Cause I mean, backpacks, masks, shoes, jack. I mean, it's winter for, I mean, we may this week we would we will have snow and and upper seventies all in the same week. I mean it's you can't even like transition out certain things because we we can have all four seasons in the span of six days. Yeah. Um, so just stuff like that, and then also the the kind of the space between our kitchen and our kind of TV room, which is where all the girls' junk tends to be, like their LOL house and their other. I mean, all the toys kind of get there. So those mm-hmm. are kind of our problem areas, but. Mm-hmm. But they're not problems. Like when I'm thinking yes, about, it, I never. They, you, they might be problems to you. Okay, so going back to what you said at the beginning, does it affect your emotional and mental health and well being? Yes, because I will be okay. stopping on LOL crap as I'm trying to sit down to eat dinner. So, do you guys keep that? Why don't you keep that in their rooms? That's that's a good I think that's question. Where we differ too. That's a good question because I would never have them. I would never allow them to bring big toys like that because they have like LOL RV. Well, I shouldn't say they. Paige does. Cameron has all of his Bakugan stuff. I would if they bring it out into the living room or the kitchen, which they do sometimes. I automatically make them put it back afterwards. But again, that goes back to we have less space. You have more space for that. If if my kids brought that out to our into our kitchen or living room. It would be just an eyesore. It would just, it would stand out like a sore, you know, like a sore thumb versus your house where it might kind of blend in because no. you have more space. It's an eyesore. No. So I guess my only, my, my why is because they do play with it. And then I feel like if I'm making dinner, I'm still around them. And I feel like it's, I'm spending more time with them somehow, mm-hmm. some way than them being in their rooms. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. No, I, I like that. I'm kind of inspired. Okay, we have goals at the end. Maybe one of my goals is going to be to get rid of that LOL house because LOL designers, if you're listening, your stuff is gaudy and ugly and cheap. And I don't know how you get away with highway robbery charging what you do because it's oh all particle board crap that takes <laughs> six hours to, for Santa to put together. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about in your kids' rooms or play areas? Any tips or insights as to how to keep more organized? Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have any tips. I will say I hired a professional organizer. This was actually last summer. Again, uh, Paige's room. I mean, she just throw. Do, do your girls do this? She just throws her clothes in the in the drawer. Doesn't fold them, which is I know completely normal. I mean, I do that sometimes still. But oh man, it was just getting obnoxious, and I think more so for for Nick because he's very anal about laundry and. Mm-hmm folding and per- the perfect fold and oh my gosh. And so he'll see, you know, Paige just throwing her shirts and skirts and uh, shorts, pants, whatever it is in the drawer right after he folded them nicely. I'm thinking to myself, first of all, why did you fold them so nicely? She's seven. But anyway, long story short, she was making a mess in her drawers. We did hire a professional organizer to help clean out her the closet as well as her desktop, her books, and then her drawers and her... um in her drawers, like her dresser. And of course, I, I love what they did. They bought some just different containers to hold things. And it, it all looked nice when they organized it. But right when I came into her room after they were finished and I loved everything, it looked so great. I knew within a month, things would be destroyed again. And I will say, of course, they they went back 
pretty much to what they look like before, but we do have those extra storage units that they that they purchased for under her bed and which we still utilize. And I'm glad to have them. Um, so again, they kind of went to her closet under her bed, her desk and her drawers and, and just pers- basically just bought us things to help put her crap in. So they're not just laying out and they look nice and they look better than just having all the crap just, you know, thrown about uh, on the surface or on the ground. So still doesn't look as nice as it did when they were, when they left, obviously, but looks better. And I will put the link to in the show notes to the company that we use. It's actually a low, it's actually at my friend's company. It's G-Y-S-T, which stands for get your sh together, <laughs> if you can imagine. Um, and they're on Instagram and I pretty sure they would just do Columbus, Ohio folks. So if you're not in Columbus, I don't know that they would be able you to, to, to G- help you. G-Y-S-T yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but you can still reach out to them and maybe ask them for tips. I'm sure they'd be willing to help. They're very kind people. But yes, I'll, I'll put their their information in the show notes. What about you? Oh, and I love the container store in Ikea, by the way, because they're not too expensive, especially Ikea. And it's just, I feel like their thing is organization. So especially the container store, you can just go there and get lost in ideas. Is Ikea's quality better than it used to be? I've never had a problem with Ikea's quality, so I don't know that I can answer that. Okay. What, I guess, is there something specific that you find they don't have good quality in? I think particle board and difficult. It's kind of like LOL of, the, of I don't know, organization. Yeah, just like not the best stuff and difficult to put together. But I'm sure that's not, I think a lot of times it's, it's price dependent. If you're going cheap, you're going to get cheap. If you're Willing to bit, spend a bit more than, yeah. It's true. I mean, when it comes to organizing my kid's room, I, I'm okay being cheap. I know it's not going to last sure. long because they're going to want something different in a couple of years anyway. Well, and they're probably going to put a nick in it within like three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, for us, both my girls have pretty ample drawer space, uh, which I think finding some type of a yeah dresser is 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 helpful. Um, Mm -hmm. just like you said, if they don't have clothes to fill it, they can put all their crap in it. Uh, Shay has space for a large bookshelf that we've taken like woven baskets and put those in like the little cubbies. So just like you were saying, just put the crap out of sight. And Piper has something similar, just a smaller version. But I would, I just think investing in some type of a dresser and bonus, if you can convert it from like a changing table to a dresser by just removing that changing pad on top. I love that like actual changing tables have gone by the wayside and, and most people are just doing the dresser. That makes so much more sense. And then- it always made me nervous though. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I always got nervous because it didn't have the rail. Oh. Hmm. I know. I know. And I was never someone who overanalyzed anything when it came to babies, but that one thing, I always had to buy the separate changing table because of the rail, which they probably make now detachable rails that you can add to a dresser. Let's be honest. I Maybe they, maybe they did when I had kids too or babies- but I always just, it bothered me the idea of just putting the changing pad on the dresser. I could never do it. Okay. Follow-up question. You, when you buy a dresser or whatever, it has like the mount for like, so it, you can hook it to the wall or like basically, yes. do you use those against yes, the wall? Is very, very adamant about using those. Oh, my voice is, <clears throat> yes. Do you not? No, never have. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I get it. That's so wise. You guys are good parents. Good job. That's like. <laughs> goals. 
like when I'm a big kid, I want to be that conscientious. Um, Again, it's Nick, not me. <laughs> um, in our main living space, uh, I did buy some, uh, like in our entryway, like I was talking about, there is like a built-in wardrobe cubby piece of furniture that stores coats and shoes and all that. It's not perfect. I wish it were bigger. Um, but we would be in a bad way without it. So I guess I would just say something like that is worth investing in if you were if you have the space, like some type of an organizational something for the back door or wherever you enter your home from. And then in our main living space, I have baskets and more on the way that goes in the shelving right behind my couch. So like normal people that like don't have all the crap that we have might put like pictures and all that kind of stuff. We have a fish tank and then all of our cubbies of crap. So the fish tank I'm hoping will go because pretty much everything has died. Um, We have like one snail that has like moss growing. I'm moss, air moss. I, I don't know, like <laughs> some type of a growth on its back. Um, Algae, just like drift. Anyway, it's gross. So he's about on his way out. And then I think we can get rid of the fish tank and then all the cubbies beneath. So at least stuff can go into that um, just out of sight, like you were saying. And then I did buy a TV stand for the longest time. Mark had this minimalist like black. It had no storage at all. And you could see all the wires behind it. It was Mm. so terrible. And I told him for years, I'm like, we need an actual TV stand with some drawers, like a cabinet, something to hide cords, hide the crap, and be more storage. Biggest win of the past 10 years, probably. Like it <laughs> it stores all the books, all the crap, like random stuff. Like just it all go, it, it, it's good. And then we took it a step further and we got one of those ottomans that has the storage inside of it. Mm-hmm. So it serves as like a coffee table slash something you can sit on slash a crap storage thing. Love it. So it just ha- it's on a hinge. It just pops up. You throw your crap in. You pop it down. Everybody's happy. And then in the art room, I got a cart on wheels that has drawers to help organize the girls' stuff. The problem is, to your point, Gina, we have too much crap, so we need to get rid of like 90% of it, and then that would work really well. As in, I still wish the cart was not in my dining room, but it, it's less of an eyesore. So just some ideas there. Um, Anything? Oh, you have something to add? Well, I was gonna. I was gonna say actually, to kind of going back to the IKEA discussion, we actually purchased over um, during COVID, even though it was so difficult to get these. But there were two couches that we wanted to buy on at IKEA for our basement. We have a small basement, but I wanted to be able to have two pull-out couches down there. And I went to IKEA, and for the right price, let me tell you, these couches are great. I think they were each about seven hundred dollars, but they pull out to make beds, and I can fit two in our basement. So essentially. Four people could sleep down there. I would think either two adults or maybe four young kids if my kids have sleepovers. But they're very comfortable. My mom actually slept on one this weekend. I slept on them on them before. Nick every once in a while will sleep down there too if he's watching a game late or something. But they're very comfortable. They look very nice and uh, definitely good for smaller spaces. I would say. And seven hundred dollars is a good price. I think yes, and yes, a very good price. I mean, you really cannot beat that. Absolutely. And they were easy to put together too, I might add. Anything that you've done recently that you could share with listeners, something to either enhance the, somebody screaming in the background, sorry, anything you've done to enhance the enjoyment of your space and perhaps the aesthetics of whichever room in your home? Yes. Well, I hired a decorator because I don't have an eye for this kind of stuff at all. 
So last summer, I know I've mentioned this on the podcast and I think I even posted some pictures. We decided to detach our peninsula from our kitchen because we had this dead space in our kitchen. It was supposed to be a dining area, but it was just, it was just too small to be a dining area. Plus the, the table we had in there didn't, wasn't as high as our countertops. So people would be sitting around the peninsula with their backs towards our dining room table. And it just wasn't conducive to entertaining or guests. So we detached the peninsula and made it into an island. And it just opened up the whole room and is just probably the best investment we've ever made on this house by far, aside from putting in a concrete driveway. Uh, so that was great. And we, I actually, that's my favorite room in the house for sure because of all the lighting. We've got this giant window in there and it goes all the way to the top of the you know high ceiling and you can just see everything. And on a stormy day, on a, on a beautiful day, just, the lighting is just superb. So I love just sitting there and looking outside that window or just having access to that, that natural light is just really, really nice. Uh, also in our living room, something that the um, decorator helped us with, we actually had the same issue that you have. And I actually, actually, I can remember your TV stand, I feel like. Well, we had this thing in the corner that held our modem and our like a DVD player that we didn't even use that wasn't even working, but then all the cords for our cables and everything. And we actually got rid of that. And I put a bar cart there instead. And I got one of those cord covers, the nice fabric ones off of Amazon. It doesn't look amazing. It looks good though. It looks better. So it, it hides most of the cords. And then we have a little faux fur rug underneath the bar cart to kind of blend blend it in is what my decorator tried to say. Um, but it's a gold bar cart and it just looks really nice in the corner. It makes that room more inviting. I feel like, um, what was I going to say? Oh, and then she also added more color. We had this black table against the wall in our living room with a black mirror. She turned that black mirror into a gold mirror and made it circular and then added more color and lightness to the dark table just to make, again, the room more bright. And I think just doing those things, ah, just, this is why I love her because she'll just come into a space, think of a few things that she wants to do, go buy the stuff, you know, I'll give her a budget and she'll come, she'll put it in my house and it looks a million times better, even, you know, on a minimalist budget. So if you're in Columbus and you want to know about the decorator I use, I would highly recommend her. So just reach out to me. I'm happy to share. Also, something we did recently is we replaced uh, some, they weren't pictures necessarily, but things that we had on our wall in the kitchen. I realized it was just picking up clutter and junk. It was a, a magnet board, basically. Uh, it was useless. It was just there to pick up space on our wall. But we put a nice Etsy calendar on there now, which is nice. So it's just more, it's more useful and changed some pictures uh, in our kitchen old pictures that we used to have in our old apartment to elm and iron pictures that we got of uh, just parts of uh, of different animals. This sounds really strange as I'm saying it out loud, but different cuts of meat and different types of cheese. Uh, so yeah, I like I like that look. So it kind of, you know, it fits the the kitchen motif. <laughs> yeah. So what about, what about you guys? Hmm. Not much. I did buy a console table that's very narrow. I needed something narrow to go in like my entryway kind of hall. It's totally not functional, uh, but it looks staged and nice. And I put one of those nice big round mirrors right above it. And it definitely encourages me to have like a cute little live bouquet of flowers, which is lovely. And then I also did a couple house plants. 
and they are mostly still alive. I think we're like five months in. Um, one of them's a little, but yeah, that whole overwater, don't overwater thing is, uh, is big. So, but no, not a whole lot. And I'm going to, I'm going to come up big here on the goals, but, um, so we've given some ideas certainly, but I just wanted to leave our listeners with a couple low budget ideas to get their creative juices running in their own homes. So just in no particular order, just some ideas here. So declutter, start by going through, clearing out all the crap. Kitchen junk drawers. Do you at least have one of those, Gina? Oh, gosh. Yes, we do. Uh, We have two of them. You'd be proud. Good good work. I have one. (laughs) Arguably, there's more than that, but I don't consider them junk. Uh, Going through your storage room. If your husband is anything like mine, he cannot part with any old electronic. Like, why would we ever need we from whatever (laughs) year? Uh, The places that kids throw crap. Just get it picked up, toss it, donate it, and get rid of it that day. Like, how accomplished does that feel? If you just move the pile to a new place in your home, nope, doesn't work. Get it done, get it gone. Put it on Facebook garage, uh, garage store, garage sale, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Edit your decor down to a minimum and then reintroduce your favorite statement pieces or wall decor. Sometimes we don't even know when we look at the same things for day in, day out, year over year. It, we don't even see the opportunity to, to kind of minimalize and then take it, take a new look. Uh, rearrange your bookshelves or any type of built-in shelving, kind of take it all off and then, you know, start from scratch. Consider either painting them or maybe painting the backside to, you know, get some depth going on with some different colors. Um, something that'll be on my list is creating a reading nook. So get a fun kind of inexpensive light, a vintage chair, a comfy throw blanket, maybe a side table. Uh, just get creative with something like that. Hide cords. You mentioned this, Gina, but I did too, I guess. Get rid of the cords. So junky and cluttered looking. Uh, consider a charging station. Like look on Amazon. There's tons of options. You know, when you have a watch and you have a phone and you have a this and you have a tablet and just all the cords, right? Like simplify all of that, um, especially in your kitchen. And then bedside is where those two kind of problem areas pop up. Uh, turn a wine bottle into a vase or kind of get creative with mason jars. So if you've got that type of like glass stuff laying around, find a way to repurpose it or get rid of it. Uh, refresh your throw pillows. That's quick and easy. Get down with baskets. You and I were you know, big on this or some type of an organizing cubicle or something like that. Large woven baskets with lids or storage baskets for shelving. Go for those. Hang a new shower curtain or some type of a window covering. There's tons of options on Amazon, super inexpensive. And just look for the right, you know, height and width. That's all you got to do. Make candles and fresh flowers a routine and toss them when they get yucky. That's one I have to remember. Like sometimes we try and burn a candle forever and it just looks junky. Like get rid of it. Uh, display beautiful, colorful fruits and vegetables as dietitians. Of course, we love that one, um, both as an attractive way to decorate, as well as a way to keep healthy foods front of mind and less likely to be forgotten about and spoil elsewhere in your house or your kitchen, hopefully. And then lastly, maybe frame, uh, family photos and, or make up some type of a photo collage, go random with it, or kind of get all the same shape and size. Both are statement kind of pieces in your home. So and change out those pictures often. Um, when you do get new pictures taken, go ahead and get those different sized prints and everything. All right. So my creative inspo is in overdrive. Uh, I don't know about you, Gina, but are you feeling inspired enough to make a goal or share some ideas for a refresh or declutter that you would like to tackle in, say, the next two to three months or so? Yes, absolutely. Okay. 
So our big thing this summer is to, aside from just doing some touch-ups on paint outside, which I know isn't inside, but just I've been looking at this old nasty fence. It's in our backyard, right where I like to sit and look out this window. I'm looking at this nasty, decrepit fence that hasn't been painted in probably 20 years. I'm finally going to paint it and that's going to make me happy. That's one thing. The second thing, okay, speaking of houseplants, I love houseplants. I think we have actually four houseplants at this point and I'm so proud of myself that they've actually survived. And Nick is also proud of me because he didn't think I could do it. Okay, the cat is eating the houseplants. So if anyone has a tip, for how to get a cat. The cat will literally jump in my giant pot and just like chill out in it. And then I'll, like, I'll come and tell him to get out and he'll, and he'll fly out and then just, you know, uh, soil will go everywhere in our living room. So Nick now has a foil cover over this giant houseplant that we have. I'm just, it looks ridiculous. So anyway, I think he just needs more of like a home. And so, of course, we don't have much space for this. Going back to my whole, you know, minimalist outlook. They do actually sell on Amazon. It's it's almost like a, a cat house for the wall and they have scratch pads and little beds. And if you just type in wall, cat house or cat toy play area on Amazon, you'll see what I'm talking about. But we do plan on taking up one of the walls in our basement and making it like a whole amusement park for the cat. So that is our our goal for the summer um, for the next two, three months. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with keeping it simple and focus on the cat. I'll put a link in the show notes for what I'm talking about. I love it. Oh, okay. So I'd really like to get a system for our front closet. So I alluded to this kind of already, but it is a dumping ground and we need a coat purge for sure. I'd also like to find a shoe option for the girls. I don't, I... (laughs) I have a thing about shoes. I buy my kids way too many shoes. Um, they're inexpensive, but I I won't even tell you how many pairs I would estimate that they both have. Bottom line, too many. Um, so I'm thinking of keeping shoes that aren't like their everyday shoes upstairs would be a good option. And then maybe some type of a hanging something in their closets to kind of put the little shoes in. Um, I'd like to consider, I'm not, I have to get Mark on board with this one, but painting our master. So we've lived in this house 10 years and it's this yellow color. It's a little, uh, it's not, it's just not great. I would like something a little bit more fun and statement, um, maybe with an accent wall and then some type of window um, coverings. We just have like vertical, are those vertical? No, they're not vertical blinds. Uh, Like just blinds, just like your normal like blinds. Um, And I Googled because I felt terrible. I know it's so on PC, but plantation shutters, that's the name. Have you heard of them? Mm -hmm. Um, they still call that? Well, according to Google, there was no other option. So um, I, I recognize the just terrible name that those are, but um, because most people probably know what those are, that's what I'm referencing. Um, I'm considering that type of style of blind for our master. I've wanted those for a couple of years, but I think that that would really just kind of spruce up the room uh, quite a bit. And our blinds are like this off-white yellow that's kind of dingy. I would like something to pop a bit more. Um, okay. So that's that in our bedroom. And then some type of a reading nook or cozy space. We have this landing at the top of our stairs, which has kind of turned into a Lego dumping ground, um, and slash Mark's office. But I would like some type of a reading area there. There is no mm-hmm. other purpose for that space. Um, so not, not so, and not, and not feasible at all, but I would love to put a bar in our basement. Um, or our formal dining. It will never happen, but it's a dream. So maybe I'll <laughs> Why won't it ever happen? 
Um, well, our basement has fairly low ceilings and it's just not like a, it's not like the the best base. I don't know. I just don't know that mm-hmm. we would get our use out of it. If it was in our I formal see. dining, eh, maybe when we hosted our COVID super spreader event, um, yeah. the stout party. I mean, uh-huh. everyone was in the kitchen. Everybody was just standing around my island or they're crammed at this little teeny tiny table. It would just be really nice to utilize our like bigger rooms better, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. I get that. So. <clears throat> oh my cool. gosh. I'm sorry. I'm right now super frustrated. I'm not. T- Do you guys have a, a um, ice cream truck in your neighborhood? No. Oh my gosh. We have one. And I'm telling you, it has been out since March 1st. Hmm. I mean, so your kids I, are I, freaking out over wanting ice cream at the moment. Yes. It's oh. okay. I guess it is, you know, 548, but uh. no, that is dinner time. We don't eat dinner till like 7 p.m. I know. It's just so frustrating every single time they come out. I want to get ice cream. And then I feel bad saying no. I mean, not that I feel like I have to say no every time, but I've said no every time thus far since March 1st. I'm not even kidding. March 1st. Anyway, <clears throat> just a little frustrated right now. It's all right. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. <sighs> Anything all else right. to add? No, I don't think so. I, I'm definitely inspired after this episode, though. I, I can think of some more things for sure. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for summer and I'm excited for some new house updates. Cool. Um, and I realized that I must have pasted over our ending here somehow, some way. Oh, shoot. I, I uh, just realized. Uh, That's all right. Um, okay. We will tell no, um, I've got, Brian I've got, to. No, no, no. Oh. I've got it. I've got it, Gina. I'm on it. Go, I'm almost on go it. For okay. It. It's going to be botched a little bit because only Gina's good at this. But on April. Nope, that's not right. On May 8th <laughs> uh, is it going to be on our our next episode. Uh, I lost it again already. Uh, oh, Gina, I fail. <laughs> OK, it's going to be on schools out for summer. Not um, now what? And also our top t- mom moments of 2021, 2022. Uh, but uh, until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish podcasts on both Facebook and Instagram and check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. If you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. Until next time, everyone, be well. And Gina, talk to you soon. Take care, Nicole. (laughs) Bye-bye. Roll reverse, roll reverse. (laughs) Bye, Gina. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.